Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. David Scranton is with us, founder, CEO, Sound Income Strategies. Thanks for being here. Certainly we've seen a lot of volatility. Um, you know, we see big legs down, big moves up. What are you thinking, as, especially now that we, you know, we've had a couple of days where we got a little relief? Right, well, the central bank, you know, the, the Fed is really creating a lot of this. In September, it was all their tough talk about raising rates and the fact that they did make another 75 basis point hike that really caused the you know the markets to struggle at the end of the month hitting new lows down 25% on the S&P year to date but then this whole thing happened with the central bank of England where all of a sudden they started pulling interest rates back just a little bit uh, as well as maybe a, a jobs report a new jobs report that was uh, less than expected. So now I think the markets are optimistic again that maybe the Fed will not be able to get that last 150 basis point rate hike that they're threatening. But the question becomes, you know, what happens next? And uh, it's very possible, though, we have a nice rebound this week and it feels good. It's very possible that, you know, Jerome Powell comes out next week and talks tough talk again about hiking and being very hawkish. And next thing you know, driving markets right back down. So heavily Fed driven at this point. Understood. So at this point now, when the Fed is making the moves, is there a risk the Fed could do too much? They have to get this just right because they, I think the credibility, and I'm not saying this, but the credibility, a lot of people would say, was is under the microscope because they were calling the move transitory for inflation and it wasn't. And right. So now they really need to get this right. And um, it's, I'm saying it as if I'm on their side. What do they need to do? I mean, if you were talking to Chair Powell, what would you say? Well, first of all, we are all on their side because we want them to get it yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Because it's important for the economy and the markets, right? But it's not about yeah. the first derivative. It's not about you know the amount of the hike. It's about the second derivative, the rate of the hike. And the problem is that they raised rates too quickly. And you have to, when you raise rates a little bit, you need some time for things to filter through the system to see how they work. And they're so far caught on their heels right now that they're not willing to take that time and they keep raising and raising and raising. Great example, uh, the, the, the numbers for inflation, right? We had, in August, we had 0.1 and the core was 0.6. Well, all, the only difference is when you go to the core, it takes out food and it takes out energy, right? Well, food prices went up in the month of August, energy went down. So since the core was higher, it means that food prices went up to a greater extent than energy prices came down. But that shouldn't be a shocker because some of the food, the things that were still on the shelves in October, being sold in October, were based upon prices of deliveries back in June when the fuel prices were higher. So fuel prices coming down doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be reflected in food or other goods and services. So again, yeah. that's just one example of the lag that happens, which is why I would tell Jerome Powell, if I could, uh, and, and, and there's people in there that are a lot smarter than me, but I would say, look, take your time. I know you feel like you're against it, but to me, what's even worse than having high inflation for a few more months is actually causing a recession where we have unemployment back up at five or six percent, banks starting to tightening, tighten credit again, and all that. So, so I'd rather see us fight with inflation for a little bit longer and spread out those increases. And they may end up 150 basis points higher. I just don't want to see it in the next few months. To me, it should take through the end of next year if they're ever going to get that high. I understand. I understand. So now at this point, what's the investment strategy? Because I know you're you're working and thinking about the Fed. 
Um, you said we could still see a full-fledged recession, and you're watching central banks around the globe. Um, what do you tell investors? Well, I think we are going to see some level of recession coming up. There's no question, again, are we in it now even, possibly? You know, we, so we are going to see that, uh, but I don't think it's a deep recession as long as the Fed slows their roll just a little bit. If they don't, then it could be a deeper recession. So what kinds of things do you want to look at? Well, obviously, it depends upon where you are in your stage of life. But if you're retired or within five or 10 years of retirement, for the first time in 15, 16 years, we can actually say, take a look at bonds, take a look at preferreds, take a look at, at things that, that looked lackluster over the last decade and a half that now are paying more competitive yields than we've seen in a long time. If you're younger than that, well, you know, high dividend value strategies uh, that give you a lot more protection. You know, we, we have high dividend value strategies that when the market was, the S&P was down 25, we were down five. Uh, because they're more conservative and they're paying a better yield. So essentially they have a shorter duration. So even for younger folks, there's things that they can do uh, to, to set themselves up in case of a severe recession and to protect their money on the downside. It doesn't mean that you can't get more aggressive later on, but at least short term, it gives you some protection. Right, understood. David Scranton, thank you so much. A good setup here because we're, we're, we're going to see a lot of busy days ahead. We'll have the jobs report on Friday, too, and what will the Fed do in the next two meetings this year? That's right. David, thank That's you. Right. David Scranton, founder, CEO, Sound Income Strategies. Nice to see you.